the pot party, the trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. Outside the boundaries of their phony world of kicks is the ever-present possibility of discovery. This must be avoided at all costs, for discovery brings with it the penalties of society, shame, arrest, prison. So destroy the evidence, leave not a trace, burn it in paper trash. That way they can deny possessing the illegal marijuana. They can say the flaming can is part of a game. They can lie, they can swear. This time the gang's lucky. It's not the law, or discovery, or problems. It's just their supplier, Pete, with his number one chick, and a new guy looking for kicks. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off for Kicksville. Blast off for Kicksville. Yo, yo, what's Gooch? What's Gooch? I don't hear anything. You don't? No. I hear you. You hear me? Yeah. Oh, shit. You hear yourself now? I hear myself now. That's because the volume was low. Oh, shit. You're supposed to be a professional, man. What do you mean? It's the volume? I didn't think it was anything that simple. <laughs> We're, what, nine episodes in and we've had a lot of bad starts, but I think this one's the worst. This one's the worst by far. <laughs> oh, if you're admitting it, you're usually the, <laughs> Let's the keep optimist. It. You're the optimist. Let's keep it. Let's keep it for sure. Yeah, absolutely. What up, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> human sushi human sushi volume nine it's uh, like I'm, we're putting out albums now <laughs> nah, it's uh episode nine we're out here uh no guest today what's up guys that's right we're guestless 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 because we had no one on the guest list you know what I mean? bars boom hashtag bars double entendres <laughs> <laughs> it was goody bro it's good man it's me well first let me introduce you Andre Torres. Yo, hold up. I need P-I-C. no introduction, oh, dog. Word, word. You know what I mean? Okay, wow. We're going to start like that, all right? You feel me? And me, Renee, on the line at Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I go by now. Oh, hold up. But well, let's talk about that then. <laughs> like, you decided to finally join the 21st oh, century, and the, you got yourself yeah. an Instagram account. That's right. You are not listening to an episode from 2008. <laughs> <laughs> I just got an Instagram at the beginning of 2019. So Why? Uh, why? Because, you know, I just wanted to be part of the challenges, you know, I wanted to fit in with society. <laughs> what do you mean why? Because of the podcast, you know why. <laughs> Is that the only reason you got an Instagram? Yeah, really, that's why. To promote the podcast? Yeah. yeah that's yeah. dedication. I'm actually impressed. Yeah, man, I held out this long, you know. Nice. And I jumped in. So far, so good. I've got like 21 followers and like three likes on one post. Yes. Yo, you're peeking like a motherfucker here, I think. Am Maybe I? Turn your bass down. Yeah. All right. Oh, no, not really. No, not really. Turn I think it was the down. one, your one laugh was hella loud. Word. This is not interesting to I anyone. I laugh from my gut. <laughs> the way you're supposed to. <laughs> Fucking, now you seem to, like, catch on really quickly, though. Like, you're, you're tagging people. It took me, like, three years to figure out how to tag people on shit. You're doing stories. I just started doing stories, like, two months ago. I'm having help, though. People are, like, grabbing my phone from me, like, yo, you idiot, give me that, and tagging people for me, you know? Oh, is that what's happening? Yeah. Oh, okay. I take the, all of that back. <laughs> yeah. I give like, you no credit whatsoever. I, I shouldn't get any. I'm terrible at social media. <laughs> I think the world is about to change for you, my friend. I think so. I mean, you know what? It's I'm pretty impressed with Instagram. Mm-hmm. I 
know it sounds so stupid, but it is just like <laughs> it's so impressive. Like you can post pictures, like and then instantly. other people can post pictures, <laughs> and it's like you can scroll through it, and then you like like it. I didn't know there was like all these cool filters and like little stickers that oh, you could put on it and stuff like that. Don't be don't become one of the filters, people. No, I'm not. But I'm just saying it's impressive that you could do so much with one little app. You know. <laughs> You sound like you're 80, bro. <laughs> this is amazing. It's cool, man. You know, back in my day, we used to have to. <laughs> What's that show about the about the girl that was in a bomb shelter for Y2K? Oh, um, Jay, Un- Kimmy. Unbreakable yeah. Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, Kimmy. Yeah, that's you. Yeah. <laughs> Just emerging. Right? So yeah. I like, feel like I am stepping stepping into the digital light for the first time, you know, like, ooh. But you've had a smartphone all these years, right? Yeah, but I mean, I only ever had Facebook and MySpace, mm-hmm. and now I have Instagram, you know. But, yeah, it's just, I've never been active on it, you know. Like, it's always something that I get excited for a couple of days because of some event or something like that, and then I stop, you know, right. looking, looking at it. Right. Charlie's really distracting me right I now. Thought, I thought it was a fad when it first came out. I was like, ah, The this- Instagram? Well, social media. The, the Instagram. <laughs> Welcome, well, my friend. I'm slowly drawing you. Welcome to episode in. one of Old Fogies. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking. Yeah, Instagram. Like, I was late onto all the social medias, to be honest. I waited a while to get on Instagram and even to get on Facebook and shit. Like, I resisted them. And then I, you know, and then I got in. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know that it's made my life any better. I mean,. That's how everyone gets their news now, right? Like their information, basically. Mm-hmm. That's how I know whatever little I know about what's going on in the world is through social media on Facebook. Yeah. Um, I think that... So why would you say that you got on late, though? Is it because it was a trend that you thought was going to die out or because you were just like, eh, I'm not really that interested? I don't know. Like the... like computer stuff in general just seemed like hella dorky to me at the time you know what i mean that's really like interesting because that's how i was thinking about that the other day that's how we grew up right it's like calling things hella dorky you know what i'm saying and like making fun of things you know like i was i was like a closet comic book fan for so many years in in high school and and before that and everything and i kind of at bride never had another friend Mm -hmm. that was into comic books like, I never had a friend that was into comic books. Right. So it's something I literally did by myself, and I didn't talk to anyone about it. It's just something I did. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I mean, it wasn't cool, like, back then to, like, you know, explore, like, the arts and that kind of thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so... It was at the time, or creative. is that, like, where we grew up? That was the time, I think. I honestly think the 10-year pocket known as the 90s is, like, the weirdest time to have grown up in, you know, ever, like... Like, the other day, I'll give you an example. Like, I, I get in the car with Erica, like, when we first started dating. And, like, we're riding somewhere, and there's, like, a quiet moment. And, like, I bump the music, right? Like, mm-hmm. I put up my music. That's what we do. We're from the 90s. We bump the music, right? Right. <laughs> like, right. She was like, whoa, what the hell are you doing? Turn that down. You know, she, like, brought the volume down really fast. And it was like, yo, are you deaf? Like, why are you putting that music that loud? Yeah. You know? And it's, I mean, I understand, obviously, in, in every generation, there's people that bump their music. But... I honestly think like having a system in your car and all that, that was in the 90s. You know what I mean? Like 80s, 80s too, and though. 90s. The yeah. 80s was a time of excess. Yeah. I think maybe even more than the 90s. I think the 90s. But without the technology. I without mean, the technology. Yeah. The 90s was like the perfect fuse of like that 
still like baby steps computer technology coming in mm-hmm. but it, but it was still you know like real life was still social right. there was like you know you went outside and in order to hang out with someone you had to like call them you guys had to like meet up in person you don't just fucking jump on the im and fucking chat with somebody right. you know? or you know yeah use that as a I've okay I've communicated with this person that's enough you know what I mean? enough right for to hold me over right like no you had to literally you wanted to talk to them you had to go see them or get mm-hmm. on the phone and call them you know yeah, yeah. and you'd show up to someone's house because like you you know there's no like cell phones and shit you just yeah. show up to their house knock on the door like that shit does not exist anymore no, does, is anyone still showing up to someone's house uh, and knocking on the door <laughs> why would you right you know like you can text them call them DM them send them a picture <laughs> like yeah there's like a million ways to reach people you know which is but, annoying but that's why i resisted it you know yeah. it was like um it just it didn't seem real to me people on the internet didn't seem real to me everything it just seemed like fake you know yeah. and and it took uh everybody else that i knew getting on the instagram and like you know because <laughs> like <laughs> not the instagram on the internet on the on the social media shit you know right like everyone i knew had to get on that shit first and then i was like all right i guess i'll get on you know what i'm saying but right. like yeah it didn't seem real until then yeah to me it, like when myspace went from myspace to uh, to facebook like I categorize it in my mind like, okay, it's a trend. Like, it's just going to be one social media platform after another until uh-huh. when people get bored. And Which it has been one. in a way. Right. But, um, but yeah, I didn't estimate that social media itself would be a whole new real, like, creation, basically. Like, something that is crazy to me. Like, the fact that how your popularity on social media equals value nowadays. I think we've talked about this before, but it's just insane, like, how quickly that transition happened. And how quickly or how good uh, mankind is getting at monetizing different things, you know? Like, yeah. Like, we're getting really good at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, it's like people are monetizing watching other people play video games. Right. That's a big thing on YouTube. And, like, huge. just the concept of that sounds so crazy to me, dude. I mean, how about that? the most liked post in the history of the internet is now an egg a picture of an egg have you seen this no so there's a someone took a picture of an egg right posted it like a meme and said like let's make this the most liked thing on the internet right Uh it's got 30 million likes to for the most liked thing ever on the entire internet ever on what uh platform i mean i don't know the exact details but i mean wow i mean 30 million like say like beat kylie jenner's posts like with her and like i don't know michelle obama or somebody i forgot who. yeah <laughs> it's changing the whole scope of fame and for like the reason that people become famous yeah. you know and without rhyme or reason too like it's not even like it has like a sensible progression you know where it's like right okay it went from this to this that makes sense you know no it's just like shooting off in a million different directions and it's cool it's cool to watch um like i'm into it like i'm not afraid of it but you know, it's it's also like then you also get Trump, you know, so like, I don't know, right. you know, like not that I'm a Trump hater or anything, but I'm just saying like, you know, that a lot of it is taking place because of the the av- availability or the um, accessibility to uh, push false data. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can distribute 
to millions of people and that, right. that's something that's never happened before you there's know what no I mean? regulatory commission like making sure mm-hmm. what you're saying is accurate or right. appropriate or anything you know what i mean like right it's just free will which is great but it's kind of a little bit like hmm, i wonder where this is going you know and it, in a lot of ways like it also reduces talent and mm. increases like the luck factor of like why something will hit like it's just got to be right place at the right time but it's not so much about like a certain talent they like a you wrote a fucking song or made a movie that makes you famous now it's like you fucking do some crazy shit on the internet you just happen to do the right thing for at the right time that mm. the culture gravitates to and shit and then you it like blows up you know i agree with that except that i think it's trumped in one instance and that is consistency right like mm-hmm. when somebody puts out something consistently funny on the internet right then it's not no longer luck right like right they yeah know you build doing. brand trust but right. for that you have to actually that yeah that's where the talent would come in right yeah yeah but it's a, it's just crazy that I, I could make a a movie like you know i could spend fucking months writing the script raise five million dollars which is considered like a low budget fucking movie like a ultra low budget movie you know mm-hmm. cast actors do the whole process the whole like two fucking years to make a fucking movie okay and i could put it out and you know someone could take a a, a video of their dog like <laughs> taking a shit somewhere it's true. put it up and get you know three times as many views as my fucking movie right you know Your so that's where i mean that, yeah that's where i mean that like talent in a lot of ways matters less or or maybe just ta- you know the definition of talent has changed now who knows you know it's not yeah. yeah maybe it's just not what it used to be it's weird man like and also on the flip side of that coin too it's like if you are a talented person mm-hmm. now you have a platform to promote that talent you know what i mean so like on the flip side it it helps in that way you know like like i'll, I'll an instance is like i'll I follow, uh, I follow, <laughs> like I've been on the gram for years. <laughs> <laughs> I follow Kevin Hart, right? And, um, and I, today, <laughs> my first day with Instagram today. <laughs> so I saw him like just acting a fool in the gym or something. Right. Uh-huh. And that, that to me is cool. Cause it's like, okay, here's a guy who's got a talent showing off his funny side. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. On social media and yeah. gaining uh, more interest because of that and that's good because he's talented in what he actually does which is in other words the Instagram is not the end of end all be all you know what I mean it's it's just an aspect of promotion for him right but he has that luxury because Kevin Hart was a guy that became famous the traditional way though right he didn't become famous on Instagram mm-hmm. you know so yeah it's different like he has that luxury to just use Instagram as a way to just build on to the platform that he already he's already made for himself. You know, right. like he got on in the, the traditional way. I mean, he was doing stand up. Um, he, was, he started yeah. doing movies and shit like that. It's like you know. Yeah, he always tells the story that he did stand up at a male strip club like when he was first starting out. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's funny, right? But yeah, no, I think that um, you know it can can be a platform and it can also promote the wrong kind of thing. Like this, there's a guy on Instagram who's famous, I guess, quote unquote, right? Like for pouring champagne, like on girls' faces at clubs. You right. know what I mean? And that's like, <laughs> now he's stuck being that guy. Now you've got to be that asshole yeah. for, for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, you got to be careful. It's like not everything that glimmers is gold, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. That It's, it's a funny, like Instagram and, and all these faces, social medias and stuff, 
you know, have you ever, well, you don't know because you just got on Instagram, but there's, <laughs> there's some people that you talk to them in real life and then you see their persona on, you know, on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's completely different from the person that you know. And it's right. like, dude, in real life, you're a fucking, you're a great guy. Like, what, <laughs> is, what are you doing? So is that good or bad, though? Like, are people allowed to, to do that? I, I don't, I see it like if you're trying to create something to profit from it, like, and you have to create this persona or that's how you feel is your path to get there. Like, that's cool. I'm not going to hate on that, you know? But if if what I'm trying, what I'm getting from what you're saying is that that's not the case. These people are trying to just boost their real life into looking like something is not just for the sake of being liked. I don't know what the motive is, mm. but like, for instance, like some some people are like really nice in person and oh. then really confrontational online. Mm. Like, what does that come from? Is that, you know, are those like some kind of repressed <laughs> like like acts that you know like ways that you've always wanted to act and shit like have you been repressing that is that your real personality or right. you know well that i think is because you're behind the screen you know what i mean you're not there in mm-hmm. person so you're not a confrontational person in in real life but everyone has their opinions you know so like yeah yeah, but yeah like, i get what you mean it's like the ones that are most non-confrontational in real life are like the most confrontational online i know? mean it kind of makes sense right like yeah kind of makes sense because they have all these repressed thoughts yeah. <laughs> they have to get out you know so but that's weird man who spends time on the internet trolling people like that's crazy to me i think we're living in a time in history man that people are gonna look back and study right because like we've been introduced to this technology in the past like 20 30 years right that has fundamentally changed us as a species more I mean, than i mean more than what like since the printing press i guess would be the like the last thing with this much effect yes yeah dude yeah you know um so it, it's interesting i think people are going to look back and and you know i heard this comparison the other day that if you look, you're right like we've only had the internet for like 20 30 years right if you look at aviation when it first started, right back in uh, 1903, mm-hmm. where were they 20, 30 years into it? They still had like biplanes and like right. they hadn't they didn't have passenger aircraft yet, right. you know. Like, so that's where we are with the internet at this point. You know, we're like the baby stages. Baby stages. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy, dude. And there's, I I had an argument with a friend one time because he kept telling me like, oh, uh, you know, he I forgot it was something stupid, but he was like, oh. Maybe in the future, we don't even need to, like, talk anymore. We just know what each other is thinking, right, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, telling him, like, man, that's never going to happen. Like, the human brain is just not capable of that, you know? And, you know, his whole argument was, like, just you don't know with technology, with the way things are going. Like, you don't know. And at that time, I disagreed with him. But, like, now, after some time having passed, like, I realized what he was saying. It's like, you're absolutely right. Like, yeah. anything is possible. And the minute that they invent it, you'll be like, okay, I guess that makes sense. They right. It. You know what I mean? Like, Who could have seen this coming? Right. Like as, even as uh, early or as uh, recent as the Back to the Future movies, which is what, like 25 years ago? You know, not that long ago. Like when they tried to do the future, they got a bunch of shit wrong. They didn't yeah. see the internet coming. Right. And that wasn't that long ago. That's like, what, 1987, 1989 when Back to the Future 2 came out? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. 88, 89 or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they couldn't see the, the internet coming and the worldwide web and smartphones, the fucking phones in your pocket and shit. They didn't see that shit coming then. Came out of nowhere. I mean, 
it was just like something that some scientists were using to communicate back and forth. You know what I mean? And yeah. Boom. Opened up a whole new world. It's crazy, man. Like, you know, you can make a whole career out of just being an ass on the Internet. <laughs> like, right. And people have done it. Yeah, it's almost like they, you know, we didn't need the flying car. I could go on Google right now and, and watch a live video of what's happening in fucking Tokyo. Right, exactly. I didn't need the flying car to get there. Flying car is here, though. That's super cool. Yeah, it's here. There's a couple yeah. of different versions of it, but yeah. Yeah, Uber supposedly in the next five years is going to have uh, Uber drones. Yeah? Yeah. Hit me up when y'all got the DeLorean ready. <laughs> I need a flying DeLorean. They had the DeLorean in 85. <laughs> I'm saying the real one. They don't got the hoverboard either, champ. You know? The real DeLorean. Yeah. They fucking did a huge tribute to the to the DeLorean in this movie, uh, Ready Player One. They did? Yeah. Yeah. I saw it. Yeah. What did you think about that movie? Ah, too much CGI for me, you know? Like, um, who directed that? Um, Spielberg. Spielberg, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I... Like I saw it, you know, I saw the bootleg version first, which didn't have the the HD graphics. They had like 720 or something like that. So so that was a little pixelated. So like I was like, okay, when this comes out, like on regular TV, I'll watch it again because maybe the pixelation threw me off with all the animation, you know? Right. But no, man, I just can't get past like Avatar is another movie like that everybody loves. And I cannot get past the animation. Like it doesn't look real to me. I can get past it in Marvel. But not in Avatar for some reason. You know how I feel about CGI. Like I don't. I, I like CGI when it enhances, uh, like good cinematography. I don't really like the green screen backgrounds and all that shit. Right. However, in Ready Player One, I the reason I liked it is because they gave me a good enough excuse for the CGI within the story. Like, the fact that he's plugged in and he's playing a video game, that's all I needed. I'm like, oh, okay. So I buy the CGI at that point. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's when you try to introduce CGI into, like, uh, I guess, like, the real world of the story Mm -hmm. that I start getting a little, you know, it starts getting a little iffy to me. And you know what? Like, you actually opened my mind to that because when you told me that certain scenes in Batman... Uh, the Nolan trilogy uh-huh. uh, were animated like, you know, certain columns and certain buildings right. and things like that, but like kind of integrated with the real city. Right. Um, that's something that I was like, oh, you know, damn, I would have never thought that that, that that wasn't real. You know what I mean? That, yeah. That, so it's cool. Like You can't even tell the difference, you know. But yeah, when it's when it becomes moving characters that have to display com- complex human emotions and stuff like that, like it, they, they just aren't there to the point for me where. I can get into the story. You know? Yeah. You know, it had ready player one. It had like traces of that, that Spielberg magic. I don't know if you know what I mean by that. You know, like that it's just Spielberg adventure movie, fucking Indiana Jones. Sure. Magic. It had little traces of it, but, but yeah, not enough. It wasn't up to snuff with like his other films, obviously. You know, I, that's another thing I was going to say. Like if like, Certain like great directors lately, I don't know what it is, if it's the people around them or what, but like they like again, and I've used this example before calling the mineral in Avatar unobtainium. (laughs) I'm sorry, but that is the laziest piece of anything I've ever seen in my life. And it's like, why, who, why wasn't someone there to say, call it anything else? Anything else. Yeah, it's way too wink wink. Yeah. You know, and so like this kind of shortcuttery it started to kind of seep into the stories as well you know what i mean like not just not just the 
the name that something is called or whatever, but the actual structure of the story. Right. You know? And it's just like, oh, obviously what's coming, I see what's coming. Or maybe, or maybe, do you think maybe that's just because we've seen enough movies now that we know? We know what's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But, you know, every now and again, you know, a movie gets it right and within the structure. Like a good example is those Marvel movies. Those, you know, the structure of those Marvel movies are, you know, a lot of them are pretty much mm-hmm. the same. Yeah, you know they are exactly the same. <laughs> they like fit within a certain structure or whatever, but they're doing it right. Mm-hmm. I still think there's room for that. You just have to do it right. You can't be lazy and depend on the structure. You know. I agree. I think you be you're inventive in other ways. You know what I mean? Like they and they are like I think they have like new effects each movie. Each character has a new type of thing. You know what I mean? So they push themselves in different ways, but they don't mess with the structure, and that's why mess with something that works you know especially when it works so well for that genre specifically you know yeah uh did you watch aquaman no you saw no 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 i haven't seen it no i think i'm gonna wait till it comes out on video i'm just dc going down man but i read a funny fact today though what dc so marvel's first six movies Mm -hmm. compared to dc's first six movies like uh, their earnings mm-hmm. DC is almost twice they've all, they, they've earned almost twice what Marvel has earned no so way. so maybe the talk that it's a failure is a little premature mm. however they suck they suck <laughs> they horribly. fucking suck bro. all of them yeah like I could kind of say like now I'm grouping Man of Steel in that group now because, Man of Steel sucks too yeah like fuck it they all suck because there's enough sucky ones that they all suck now you know it's like but yeah and then there's a different kind of success in hollywood like for example now like a movie will come out it will get horrible reviews from critics but because it's like venom for example which is a great example Uh everyone went to see it and now they're making venom too right even though everyone said so now you're rewarding yeah you're gonna reward this whack-ass movie and now we're just gonna get more venom exactly yeah and this is leading to the death it's already died actually of like a like the mid-budget dramas, those shits are dead, bro. Especially with Netflix and and Amazon kind of like buying those up, right? You know, like as far as like seeing a movie like Goodfellas on the big screen, those oh, days yeah. are those days are over, bro. You know, I'm thinking like, why don't they like show these movies to people and select which ones are gonna go straight to Netflix, which ones are gonna go straight to, you know what I mean? Like after the movie is made. What do you mean? Like, why don't they screen the movie and make the decision then? Like, or I guess they have deals in place already, which is needed to make the movie, I guess, in the no, first man. place. Film is a is a buyer's market. Okay, explain. When it, like, so you're you're assuming that you can finish a movie or whatever and then pick where it's going to go. How come some movies that are finished go straight to video? Because somebody says, like, this is going to flop. We're not going to put it in theaters. Send it to video. Yeah, it's because the video people are the ones that are willing to to stake it. Right. That are willing to distribute it. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, like, remember, theaters have their own stakes, too. And if they think that a movie's not going to make money, that's not good for the theater either. Mm, got you. There's a lot of people involved in making these decisions, man. Right. So it's like... You know, well, well, that was going to say, like success in Hollywood is different than critical success, you know, like, you know, again, Venom, if they're making it too, is kind of like saying part one was a success, even though it was a bomb in most people's opinion. You know? Right. 
So, but but a movie like Venom, like if it makes enough money, that's the movie that's gonna fund all the lower budget films mm-hmm. for that year. Like the, like these studios have these big like they call them tentpole blockbusters Mm -hmm. and those are basically the movies that are going to fund all the other smaller movies and they need to have like the the smaller movies they still need to studios still need to maintain relationships with like elite directors Mm -hmm. so they could keep that prestige as a studio there's a certain value to that okay but it's not like a it's not the same kind of like instant value that a movie like venom or like one of these fucking avatar movies has you know what i mean it's it's different but as far as like when you finish a movie in Hollywood, it's like whoever wants to buy it, mm-hmm. you know, if you're lucky enough to get like a bidding war going, then that's cool. But if Netflix is the only one willing to buy the the movie or if they're it's it's negotiation, dude, it's, right. you know, whoever's offering the most like Netflix to me has gone like overboard with the movies it's like they put out every crappy movie I've seen, like you know, like they just grabbed everything and made a movie out of it and took some of my like actors that I really loved and put them in these movies and now they're in shitty movies because Netflix is in a position where eventually man everybody's already like they were the first to the party with the streaming service right, right? with the major one I know Hulu was there early yeah. but now all the networks and all the studios like all the HBOs and the Disneys and all these people caught on and they're all starting to have their own apps. So little by little, all their content is getting pulled off Netflix, you know, off of Netflix. Right. So eventually what's going to be left on Netflix is just Netflix shit because every network is going to have their own app. It's it's naturally going to go that you way. I think so? Because I, I was about to say, I think only Disney can really <laughs> sustain that kind of business plan. Like they have to fund uh, the maintenance of the app. You know what I mean? So like, I don't think like, People are going to sign up for. But do you understand how valuable it is now for these studios that for the first time ever, they can have their own distribution? Right. They have to pay for the maintenance of the app, but it's not like they're not like distribution is not what it used to mean. Distribution was physical back in the day. You had to send the prints to the theater or you had to send all the fucking DVDs to all the stores or, you know, whatever it is you're doing. Now it's just like. You set up your fucking online service and you put all your shit there and you mm-hmm. could straight up reach millions and millions and millions of people, yeah. you know? Yeah. So so to me, it's inevitable that eventually... It's a, it's a world wide web. It's a world wide web. That's why they call it that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that shit's inevitable, man. So like Netflix right now is in a position like... I think I read the other day that they they spent like 8 billion dollars on original content last year that's crazy 8 billion dollars bro that's crazy <laughs> they couldn't throw like 5 mil this way over here you know like to a struggling writer damn bro <laughs> yeah man so it's 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 Jeez. nuts they they have to uh buy content right they have to buy content you know that's right what, now yeah i know but i mean that doesn't mean everything should get made man it's like crazy but i understand but they don't fund movies to get made though that's not how it works so like me as a filmmaker right like i have a dope ass script that i want to make i'm trying to find someone to fund it i'm gonna fund that shit independently and then take it to netflix so they're just buying the content they're going to festivals and shit and buying shit and oh i thought netflix was making like bird box Mm -hmm. or like making these movies you know I don't know how Bird Box was made. I I think with certain directors, like they have deal and actors too. They have deals with, uh, like Adam Sandler, for instance. Mm-hmm. He got like a six movie deal with Netflix. 
so he can, you know, get his own team of producers or whatever. And he fucking produced six films for him. I, I think he's still in the contract or he already did all six. I don't know. Okay. But, you know, since he's Adam Sandler, they gave him a budget. They gave him, you know, the certain freedom or whatever. Netflix, Netflix did. Oh, so they're making the movie then. Yeah, much. they're making the movie in that case. But for a yeah. guy like me mm-hmm. that has no fucking resume, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I have to make the movie and then get it into a festival or get it to someone at Netflix gotcha. or whatever. And, they, and they're doing a lot of that. They're buying movies from festivals and shit. And mm-hmm. a lot of those, I think, are like the whack ones that you've been seeing, mm-hmm. you know? No, like Bird Box to me is like terrible. Oh, man. I didn't see that. I haven't, I, I haven't seen it either. Like, so why are you saying it's terrible? That's, because I already terrible. know because the last eight Netflix movies have been terrible, you know? Don't like, get Douchebag of the Week two uh, weeks in nah, a row, screw man. that, man. Fuck Netflix, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, straight up, the last eight movies you, you guys made sucked. Straight up, holler at me, Netflix. <laughs> nah, I ain't not no fuck Netflix shit. I'm trying, I'm still trying to make movies, guys. <laughs> No, but seriously, like, it's just, I don't know. They've had terrible endings. There was one with, like, Michael Pena or something where he was, like, dreaming the future. I mean, they're just all terrible, like, alien movies. Like, yeah. Like, what was the other one? The uh, no, um, Cloverfield Paradox. Like, that shit was terrible. Like, Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. I didn't see that. Yeah, they're just, like, everything I've seen that Netflix, it's like they're grabbing everything they could and just making it because they need content, you know? But yeah. But not like not everything should get made, you know, like just because you have a decent script or at least at least in the past, for example, like if a studio grabbed the script, they were like, OK, let's work this script until we can try to make something great out of it. You know, like Netflix, just like grab it, make it. Let's go next, 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 next. Well, you know? that's there. You bring up a good point. Right. Netflix, from what I've read of directors working with them. Netflix will give you the money, give you the green light, and just let you do your thing. Whereas studios, they interfere. You know what I mean? Because they've been doing this for so long and shit. Netflix is not a studio. It's a fucking technology company. Right. And they're in a position now where they have to make a bunch of content. You know what I'm saying? Right. So now they've, they've essentially turned into a studio. But like, really, what was Netflix? It was a technology company. Sure. It's a fucking Silicon Valley technology company. Yeah, they're, this is like, you know, they're opening up now to becoming a studio. Now they're becoming a studio out of necessity, I think, right. because, like I said, all these people eventually are going to pull their fucking content, you know? Yeah, it's... it's so, so they have less people in place, I think. Um, they, they give the artists a lot more freedom so you think than like, these other studios. When you say these people are going to pull their content, are you talking about, like, Paramount? Like... Pictures is going to pull all their pictures and say from now on you can only watch Paramount movies at Paramount.com or it's possible if it makes sense or if like Paramount, you know, like they get if Disney pulls all their content and like, you know, Fox and all these people pull all their content from uh, Netflix that gives Paramount more bargaining power because now it's like, oh, if you want our shit, you got to pay. So either way, Netflix is either going to have to make original content or they're going to have to pay up the ass. Right. To, to license shit from someone else, right. you know? They're in a position, man. Super and I don't know how many, like, surefire hits they have. They had House of Cards, which was dope until last season. Never saw it. The last season, I saw the first couple episodes, and I was like, nah. Um, what else? Orange is the New Black was a hit, but that's over. Yeah, never saw it. Black Mirror is fucking is super dope. Never seen it. Bandersnatch sucked. That, did you 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 didn't? Nah, you didn't see that. No, was it sucked? I'm not missing anything then. Yeah, no, nah, I need to talk 
on the show with someone that's seen it because it's like it's that choose your own adventure shit. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So how did they do that on on Netflix? So you'll be watching the movie and then some options will come out at certain points in the movie. And really? You have to choose. That yeah. sounds interesting. Why didn't you like it? So many reasons. Why? Break it down. Well, for one, it takes you out of the movie every time the little choices would come up. Okay. That seems like you would be expecting that. But it takes you out, though. Right. Whether you, I mean, you're, you get into the zone where you're watching a story and then that shit keeps happening. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, it's interactive, but not, but it's like, if you play video games, it's not interactive enough for me. I'd rather just fucking play GTA, Doug. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that's my interactive movie. I, mean, I can fucking <laughs> shoot motherfuckers and shit. GTA and run people day. over, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, like, the deeper reason that I don't like it is because I feel that it's a director and a writer. It's their job to make the choices that's the whole fucking point man you sit down and you got to make those tough choices and you know this can go in in an action direction or it can go in a love direction but you got to make the choice that's what makes you as a director you know what i mean so like if you're giving me the choice how am i supposed to be into this character right when i'm making the choices for him like how am i supposed to attach myself to to that character's journey and shit like it's maybe it's sprung from the question like you've ever watched a movie and you're like damn why didn't he do this you know like right Maybe it's sprung from that, you know. I think it'll have. I think it has its own appeal, and obviously, I'm not. I'm not uh, 100% correct because most people loved it. You know what that's I'm what I was gonna ask you. Is it popular? Yeah, it's popular. Most people loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it's. I don't think it's gonna like r- replace movies or anything. No, I mean, I think I would never be into that more than a movie. You know what I mean? Like, I love watching a movie and getting into the zone and just. Falling into the movie, you know? Yeah. If anything, like, it's a niche. And it might have legs to stick around as a niche. But also think about... But that's also what I thought about Instagram. <laughs> but if you have to film all those possibilities, like, if we're making one of those movies, think about the production. So oh, yeah. you have to film all the different possibilities that, <laughs> and the different choices that the character could go. Like, how expensive do these shoots get? Right. For a fucking one or yeah. two hour experience. Plus tedious, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, tedious equals expensive because that means more days of working, which means more days of shooting, which means more money, yeah. you know? You think actors eat it up? Like, all right, I get to do the scene three different ways. <laughs> I don't know. I think that depends on the actor. And they get paid more probably because there's more lines. Yeah. Right? That's how you get paid as an actor? By the lines? You get paid by your value, man. No. What about the, by the pound? <laughs> by the pound. <laughs> you get paid by the pound. <laughs> I'm not even going to go into fat jokes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hashtag me too. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Chris Pratt got the dad bod back. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's weird, but that's, that's my reasons for not liking it. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know if I could get into that, but like, yeah, I mean, what have you? What have you seen on Netflix that you like? Like original Netflix programming. I really loved House of Cards. House of the Cards. The first few seasons, okay. I really, really loved it. Um, I like Glow. Oh yeah, Glow. Glow's dope. Heard, You've seen it? No, I heard good things though. It's good. It's funny. Um, I've liked a few things, you know. I, like Sophia liked Orange Is the New Black. I like the fact that they put out so much stand-up. That was awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. 
Like yeah, I, that's true. Like we've gotten Dave Chappelle specials. We've mm-hmm. gotten a bunch of shit yeah. from Netflix, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Netflix, yo. <laughs> I like I've not I've always been a fan of Netflix. I like Netflix. Yeah. I like their whole I like how they're shaking up the industry, but I also like recognize mm-hmm. what we're losing as a result of that. And it kinda it's kind of a shame in a in a way, you know. And if you invested in Netflix, you made a ton of fucking money. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. And uh yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Poor Blockbuster. Wow. <laughs> That's yeah. one of the biggest blunders in history, man. Now it's like a like there's only one left and they keep it open like as a museum type yeah. of thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, my friend went to it recently. No, I, like, I forgot what state it's in, but yeah. It's in the new uh Marvel movie in the with Brie Larson, Captain Marvel. Is that what it's called? Oh uh, yeah, right. Yeah, I she, saw it. she crashes into one. Like what But more? that movie's set in the eighties or the nineties. Nineties. Yeah. Yeah. So like I was about to say, like what more iconic thing could there be than, than a blockbuster in the nineties? Right. Remember having to go to Blockbuster, like get in your car, go over there, stand in line, like look for a movie. Yeah. <laughs> that was the best time. It really committed you to what you were watching. It either broke you up with your girl or it cemented your relationship. Like if you Blockbuster it, did? Yeah. Like, That's true. Like you either made it through that or you didn't, you know? That's true. That's true. <laughs> did you like to be there for a long time or did you yeah. like to be like in and out of there? I'm one of those people that I had to like look at everything every time I went in there. Me you too. Know? I couldn't just go to the new section and get the new one and go, you know? Remember the Faces of Death documentaries? Yeah. <laughs> Blockbuster didn't have them, but uh, Hollywood Video had them. Blockbuster, they, they wouldn't carry that shit. Hollywood Video, wow, that's old school. Hollywood Video I, had it. I completely forgot about Hollywood Video. But those shits were fake, right? Faces, Faces of, of death? death? No, I think they were They real. were real? Yeah. <coughs> but I remember seeing, I remember seeing one uh, at my friend's house, and I remember thinking, that's, I don't want to see this. <laughs> you know, like... yeah. But yeah, they were they looked real at least to me at that age, you know. That shit was hardcore, man. Now you've seen so much grittier shit. Like, who gives a fuck, you know? Like, yeah, now it's like you could find, you know, ISIS dudes cutting people's yeah. fucking heads off, dude. Like, that shit's fucking nuts, man. That shit's nuts, dude. I I was I had to unfollow somebody, man, and it's like someone I I I like, you know. But they always post like videos. Of like animal animal abuse, you know what I mean, but and not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Like this person's posting videos in order to like raise awareness, but it's like, bro, it's not like yo, check out this dog getting his ass beat. Yo, man, I ain't fucking trying to scroll through my feed and see a fucking some asshole set a cat on fire. Like oh. I, I have no reason to see that, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So I had to straight up unfollow this person. <laughs> that reminds me, man. I have a friend. He's a vet tech, man, and he loves his job. He's really good at it. Mm-hmm. You know, he loves animals, and I'm glad that there's someone like him out there, you know? Mm. But he's we have, like, a group chat, and he's constantly sending me pictures of dogs that just come into the ER, you know, or cats or any animal, you know? And it's always some poor animal that's, like, fucked up, man. And every time, <laughs> it's, like, some gross shit, and he, like, gets off on showing us this shit, you know? Like... I don't know, man. Like, I swear he does. I swear he likes. Does his him. name rhyme with piss? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shout out my boy Chris. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck it. I'll say straight up. <laughs> I ain't even gonna hide it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Like sometimes you just ain't trying to see that shit, you know. Dude, I asked him to stop, but he keeps doing it. So at this point, I've accepted it. Last time he sent one, I was like, "So what are you gonna do to help him?" <laughs> like, it's like I'm already. Yeah. Like desensitized, you know. 
But yeah, yeah, man, I've actually unfollowed people over that shit. Uh, like, see, like, if it's too much of anything, I think is bad. You know, like I, like one thing that I do really dislike any of, like even just a little bit, is when people are venting like really deep emotional issues on social media. Like that to me always makes me cringe a little bit. You know, and I've and I and I cringe about the fact that I cringe, like I feel bad that I don't like it, but the truth is I don't like it, you know? And like, yeah, me neither. And so that's one thing that I'm like, oh man, like please, like, you know, like if you need to talk, you know, talk to a friend, talk to a family member, you know? Yeah, because like back in the day, you couldn't advertise your personal feelings like that. I know, and it's like, man, like, you know, if those people, if you're, I don't know, it's, I guess maybe because I've never been in those shoes, you know what I mean? I've never felt that way. So I shouldn't judge, but again, like, it's just, it's hard for me as a, someone that's never been in those shoes to be on the outside seeing that. It's hard for me, and they're the one going through the fucking problem, right? right. Like, yeah, yeah. What an asshole I sound like. It's hard Give me the me. fucking douchebag of the week. I'm, <laughs> I'm very, I'm really triggered, but. <laughs> yeah, but no, man, like, it's, it's just, it's, yeah, you're right. We were never able to broadcast, but, like, just because you have the platform, doesn't mean that everything is okay you know what i mean yeah like especially like you know your facebook it ain't just your close friends mm -hmm. i have a whole lot more uh acquaintances on facebook than i have like actual close friends and family you know like i don't have fucking 500 close friends (laughs) you know what i'm saying so it's like yeah, you really you're really posting your feelings for 500 people to see. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like that's not that's the cringy part. That's not okay, dude. That's the cringy part because it's like why are you doing this? Like when you could just call someone, you know what I mean, and talk to them and vent your feelings like why what is your motivation behind posting it for the whole world to see? Like yeah. you know, if if it's a I don't believe in pity parties. You know, that's one thing about me like you know, it doesn't matter. My girl, my family, everyone knows that I'm not the person that you come to to like, you know, give you like a, like, you know, let you cry for hours and shit. Right. You know, like yes, of course, I'll give you time to the appropriate amount of time for whatever it is. But in the end, I think the best thing for people is to for someone to come and kind of kick them in the ass and be like, all right, time time to move on. You know yeah, what I mean? I agree with that. And so, you know, like that's because I feel that's the best thing. That's my attitude about that you know so when it comes to posting your feelings on there you know i don't get it i just feel like there's an alternative motive you know and we're still like on a downward slope i think when it comes to that kind of shit like we're to a point where you can't even you know little kids soccer games aren't scored anymore that's crazy people don't keep scoring anymore because you don't want to hurt someone's feelings if they lose that's crazy yo this this commercial that you showed me um the gillette the gillette commercial dude yeah Man. what is that like that's crazy you man. know you guys sell razors like you guys yeah. who made you the morality police you know like right like what the frick you know like i don't know so if you don't know we're talking about the gillette which is a fucking razor company for the mostly men's razors right like men is primarily their their fucking True. target audience good point right so i don't even know how good of a strategic idea this was you feel right me? like they weren't thinking about they it. they were throwing an alley-oop to like dollar shave club <laughs> yeah. or, and chick and all these other fucking companies it's right? like making your email it's mister you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just guys, a bad move you didn't think it through brother <laughs> yeah you didn't man so they put out like this super me too 
commercial, you know, and it was like just like virtue signaling all over the place. Super man. Me Too, like literally that movement could use that commercial. Not just Me Too, though. To open up their rallies and shit. You yeah, know? Like, but not just Me Too. It was like anti-bullying and a bunch of other shit. True. Yeah, it was like all the SJW shit. I, <laughs> I don't like that term, but you know what I mean? Like all the PC, politically correct. Soda juice water? Is that SJW? Soda juice water, yes. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> Social justice warriors? Yeah. Gotcha. Soda juice warriors. <laughs> These guys are really passionate about their soda. <laughs> they have riots Social in juice warriors. <laughs> oh, man. No, but yeah, that, that commercial is crazy to me. Like, you guys are, you're absolutely right. Strategically, it's stupid to align yourself in any way when you sell razors you know like why why you just lost the customer with me not that i ever used gillette razors but you know like you're just alienating people like why take a stance on something like that has nothing to do with your product you know i bet they lost a bunch of uh they did a bunch of people yeah i promise you they did there's a bunch of people far right people that are like screw that shit you know but wait you're not far right and you're saying screw that shit too i hate so being... but so like i just like let's not make that generality though because you know agreed all right there's a lot of people that don't like being manipulated like me and that don't like right you know being told what to feel you know like, right right and and that's it you're here to sell me razors not some fucking political message exactly you know? dude like espn and shit too man like on espn all these dudes on there are talking about politics man right like i'm watching espn for sports exactly. i'm not watching to so, know what fucking max kellerman thinks about yeah. donald trump yeah. like, i don't give a fuck what max kellerman thinks about donald trump you and know? i watch sports to forget about politics exactly. right like not yeah. just that i do this to yeah. purposely yeah. avoid that good you know? point yeah good point like so, you can't escape the trump shit no it's like dude. You, you motherfuckers are letting them you, you people are propping them up yeah. you're propping them up by you know by hating him so much it's so insane dude i feel like hating trump is an industry now dude, it's a fucking industry you can make money off that shit people have made millions off of that yeah. like selling anti-trump shirts it's oh, like yeah. one of the easiest things to sell on the on the internet you know like, and even like this gillette commercial like what are they doing they're appealing to that fuck trump crowd you right know what i'm saying absolutely but it's it's crazy that he has he's not under arrest like that's my question you know like who trump yeah for what for, i mean for example like fr freezing the, the uh, government shutdown yeah sh shutting down the government because you're not getting people to agree with something that you're proposing like that has to be illegal in some way like you know you're messing up people's money you can't just shut down the government without a real purpose you know like well, what's his his reasoning? Is the immigration thing right? He's saying we have a crisis on the border, right? Like as this is like their main talking yeah, point. Yeah, come on, <laughs> a know? crisis, come on, man. right? And that it's a it's a state of emergency. You know what I mean? He's declaring a state of like he's going to declare a state of emergency. I don't think he has yet. You yeah. know, and it's like seriously, like and who's why? Like where's the 
the regulatory commission or someone to step in and be like, yo, this guy is crazy. Like, stop this shit. I thought you were going to say he needs to be arrested for giving those Clemson football players a bunch of McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Just what they needed, right? Like, Dude, so. that was his shining moment as a president. Like, he stood I've amongst never, towers of Big Macs. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen him so, like, giddy. Like, did you see that, dude? He yeah. was fucking smiling, answering questions, like, super friendly with the media all of a sudden. Have a burger! He's like, he's, he's like grab one, grab yeah. one. And before anyone said anything negative, he was like, it'd be interesting to see how many of these are left at the end. You know, like... Yeah, yeah. He like preemptively... This, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you talk shit, I bet a lot of these are going to get eaten. <laughs> yeah. It's Dude, so ridiculous. This guy being president, whether you love him or hate him, you got to admit, it's weird, man. It's fucking weird. Like, even if you love Trump and you love everything he's doing, just say that it's weird because it's of fucking course. weird, man. You of know? course like, it is, yeah. Like... It's just the way everything has happened, and it's like a movie. It's like you couldn't, or even better, because you couldn't even actually write this shit, you know? Like, you know, I mean, I'm no fan of Trump, mm -hmm. but is there someone out there who can claim more gangsterism than that guy? Like, that guy literally stole the country, man. Yo. That is fucking gangster, bro. He's. I have I'm sorry no doubt. to everyone that's upset about this. You know what I'm saying? But like, I have no doubt in my mind that he sleeps like a baby every night. This guy <laughs> is a fucking yeah. gangster. He's like, I won, bro. Yeah. I won. <laughs> Look, and yeah. he's no remorse about nothing, bro. He just looks so light and happy and shit. Like you know, like I honestly think, man, and, and you know, I think people are gonna revere Trump twenty to thirty years from now. People so? are gonna look back, unless he fucks up royally. Then I'm then I'll be completely wrong. You know what I'm saying? But like, I think people are gonna look back and be like, "Man, that dude, <laughs> <laughs> like, defied the odds." Because the funny shit about it is, if you remember, like, the election and the the lead up to the election, mm -hmm. like, the Democrats were rooting for Trump because they thought he was the easy win. They like were? the Democrats wanted Trump to be the the guy to run to come out of the the Republican Party because yeah. he was the easy win. Oh, you know they, what I'm they were so sure they had it in the back. Are you kidding me? Like, I thought it was a joke. I was like, "There's no way Trump wins." You've that, seen this you've, was an alley oop for the Democrats. You you've know? seen the Dave Chappelle skit on uh, SNL about election night. Uh, nah, I didn't see it. He did a hilarious skit because this is exactly what happened, right? And it's him, and he got him and a. Uh, and someone, I think it's Chris Rock, actually. I can't remember. But him and another guy are at the at this house, right, for election night. And they're, like, the only two black guys there, right? And it's a bunch of white people. And everyone's, like, so jazzed about Hillary and shit. Like, and as the <laughs> night goes on, you know, like, they're just, like, getting more and more down and shit. You yeah. know? And it's hilarious. The skit is hilarious. That's exactly what happened. Like, they going into the election, everyone was so confident that Hillary had it, mm -hmm. you know? Everybody slept. Yeah. Everybody slept, man. Do you, th like, you that are, like, have read about conspiracies, what do you feel about that whole, like, that Russia influence? The, the Russia election? collusion yeah, shit? Yeah, Man, let me tell you something, man. The Russian collusion is like the detox album. In what sense? It's like the Dre detox album, bro. Like, Why? we're never going to see it. These dudes are just, the Democrats oh. <laughs> are just teasing that shit. And say, no, it's collusion. We got the evidence. We've got the evidence. They've been saying that for two years already. <laughs> I ain't seen shit, you know? Right. But I know that um, 
it's supposed to come out really soon, supposedly. But mm-hmm. again, this is what this is what I was saying about detox. Right. At some at one point, you gotcha. know. What I'm saying? And so, yeah, I don't know, man. You think they're bluffing, or you think they have something and they? But I mean, again, why isn't the guy under arrest? Bro? Probably waiting until the election. I don't get it. Probably waiting until the election. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. Damn, you're absolutely right about that. They're like so strategic about the way they do things. You know? Yeah. Yeah, like I said, mankind is just getting really good at the games that we're playing, you know, like like whether it be monetizing things or politics or, you know, like everything, like even the Internet. Like, yeah, we are in the infancy, infancy stages, but I mean, we've pretty much done a lot, you know, with it in a very short amount of time, you know. The world has changed yeah, undeniably. Exactly. You yeah. know, the entire world is. You're absolutely right. So, yeah, you know, it's crazy. It's but, crazy, yeah. man. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> Who's your douchebag of the week, man? My douchebag of the week? Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna have to give it to me, right? Stop to telling you? me about your feelings and shit. <laughs> no, Trump's definitely the douchebag of the week for the burgers. For the burgers? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> or unless we could give it to Gillette collectively as a company, you know? You guys are I vote for Gillette. Collectively. Yeah, it's okay. Gillette, y'all get douchebags of the week for that weak ass virtue signaling fucking bullshit. Stop telling me what I think, bitch. Fuck out of here for that <laughs> with that shit, man. And it's not that like I don't agree with certain parts of the messages in that commercial but it's like don't fucking the fact that you even said that disclaimer right now i know it's it's, it's upsetting yeah like yeah it sucks i know the other day i was uh with erica and she said something like uh, um oh yeah like like you want to murder trump or something like that right like saying like i don't like him you know Uh and we were in our bed like you know and i was like shh quiet like they heard you you know like they have us fucking scared you know like yeah and I, it was my initial reaction, honestly, like no joke. Like in my mind, I was like, don't say that out loud because I have Alexa, I have this, I have my phone right next to me, you know? Yeah, and, but I, and I don't want to trigger that, some computer somewhere, you know? Like, right. But I say that more because I think it's an important distinction to make. Um, like to disagree with this PC, just agenda driven bullshit is not to say that you disagree with human rights. And like people having the right to right. be whatever the fuck they want to be, like those two things aren't the same thing, and that's the weapon that they're using is trying to conflate those two things. Agreed, but like, and my point is to that is that of course we all want good things for other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, of course we don't want there to be bullying. Of course we don't. Like, it doesn't need to be said. Like, and they've made us feel like it does, and that's what I'm getting at is that they're making us feel a certain way. Um, that we shouldn't, you know, we mm-hmm. should not feel this way. I should not feel scared to say something in bed with yeah. my wife. You know what I'm saying? Right. You should not feel like you have to say like, of course I don't agree with bullying. You know what I mean? Like, right. Because of course you don't, dude. Like, of course, who wants to see that? You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But you need to deconstruct it for people, though. Yeah. You understand where I'm coming from? Like, sometimes you need to deconstruct it for people because I don't, I don't know if everyone sees it that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I agree. I mean, unfortunately, but like. Like, for instance, look how how earlier um, you were talking about the people that you, you assumed that they were right wingers. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not true either. But that's something that you've come to believe because of the fucking agenda that they've pushed on you. That true. is like if you disagree with a certain thing that makes you a right winger, like not necessarily, you know. I agree. I think I was generalizing in that moment. But yeah, I mean, I, 
I'm smart enough to know that's not true, 100% accurate. But mm-hmm. yes, I, I did go there on instinct because yeah. of the programming. Exactly. You know I mean? Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, no, and like a lot of the SJW uh, people, like, because that, another thing is that that's not everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, that's not at every school. It's mostly East and West Coast, you know, with a large concentration. Uh, it's not everywhere. It's just the east, west, north, and south. I mean, what about the whole <laughs> center of the country? You know, like there's a ton of schools. Right. The majority. No, I, are I, in the I get you. You know, I get you. Yeah. And and this kind of activism, like, you know, for for fucking popularity, is not happening there. You know, so. But the east and west coast is where the media is at. Is where the major sure. national media is at. So they're the loudest. Well, that's voices. what I'm getting at. That it's not maybe, not that it's not a problem. You know, but that it's, I think sensibility still trumps, uh, you know, anything else. I think in the end, like most people are like you and I, they're sensible people. They have their social media, they have this, they have that, whatever, you know, they go about their lives, but they're not really in the business of trying to dictate how to feel or act. Or I think that's a minority of people, entitled feeling people, you know, that make it because of the of social media can make it seem like a movement and because of the ideas that they're expelling which sound great right it sounds great like you don't want bullying you don't want this you don't want that mm-hmm. so of course it's easy to get uh people behind that you know right but it's not exactly a movement like just because you hit like doesn't mean that you're gonna go fucking march you know what i mean like it's totally but a it's, different thing but it's a crazy overlap right because like you're talking about those sensible people and and it's almost like a lot of those what you're calling sensible people are people that voted for Trump, and then there's a bunch of like right wing fanatical people that also voted for Trump, which is what took them over the top, you know. So that that makes an interesting point about labeling someone who voted for Trump as a you know whatever racist or whatever the fuck it is they want to label it like. There might be some people that are just sick of that PC bullshit. You're absolutely right. They just had this sense of like, okay, so here's a guy with quote unquote balls that's going to change things and make things different. Right. And the same freaking propaganda that they push every election for every different candidate and just package differently. Right. Change. Right. Um, Improvement. Right. So we're going to do a better job than the last guy. And you could also make the argument that people are so sick of the PC bullshit that they voted for a guy who's clearly wrong for the job. Right. You know what I mean? Just because he's against that shit, too. You know? Sure. You know? And again, to me, in my personal opinion, you know, the the president is not really the one driving change or driving these kind of things. You know, I think everything he has a committee, cabinets, people that donated to his fund that are pushing, you know, certain agendas. And so it's all those influences wrapped into one that direct his course, you know? Right. Um, So that's why I, I, I mean, politics to me is kind of redundant but whatever the point is yeah there's of course there's sensible people that voted for him um it's not everybody that's right wing that hates social justice warriors or whatever you know it's definitely people i think there is a feeling of we're tired of being manipulated yeah whether it be through marketing whether it be through you know movements quote unquote or how i should feel you know like yeah people are sick of that and these things need to be said I think too, man. Like people need to kind of get out of the bubble and stop labeling someone an enemy just because they their beliefs have different nuances that yours might not mm-hmm. have, you know. 
I think one of the problems maybe is that we don't have like a proactive system of bringing these topics up in society, right? Like it's basically a reactive system, right? Like something happens that catches the attention of the media or something like that. And then reaction happens, right? Like a movement forms, et cetera. Um, where I think until we have like that polarizing character that the media grabs onto, right? Like people aren't really listening, even if there is a, uh, some platform where people could try to voice that this is happening, you know? Mm. But yeah, it, again, it's all about marketing, right? It's not, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. Yeah. But it's like, how can you, yeah, I don't know that I agree. Like, with like that. Trayvon, right? Trayvon Martin, right? Like mm-hmm. that's has happening for how long before Trayvon, you know, a long fucking time. I know, but you know, what drives people is stories. This right. This is like why, this is why so it's not the Bible it. isn't just a list of commandments it's a fucking story because that's how people digest this kind of information mm-hmm. so they need sometimes you need a Trayvon or you need a 9-11 right in order to like you know to, to galvanize people but or it, to push an agenda regardless you know depending on your angle you know do you believe that was a conspiracy I don't believe that <sighs> I like setting you Fuck, up for these. Man. This is like we're already at one hour. Like, how long you want to go and shit? It's look whether or not it was a conspiracy. I believe that people benefited from nine eleven um, happening. As a, you know, uh, there's an old saying that when there's blood on the streets, you buy property. Right. So I believe people benefited, and um, I believe that certain people may have let it happen. Even mm. you know. I don't want to get too deep on that. Like, we'll, <laughs> we'll come back to that. But I disagree with you 100%. Do I don't you? think our government would ever do anything like that to us. <laughs> on the next human sushi. <laughs> Dre's disappeared. <laughs> hey, chill, chill. You just threatened me. You realize that, right? Not me. Not anyone. Sophia says I bully you on this, pod- on this uh, uh, podcast. Yes, yeah, stop bullying Bullshit. me. Bullshit. Hashtag me too. Stop bullies. <laughs> Well, I'm not supposed to talk about Sophia anymore, right? Uh, uh, what's that? When did that happen? <laughs> we, uh, did it get warm in here? <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this, remember? No. You were here. No, nope, I don't remember anything. She asked me kindly not to, mention, not to mention her name if I'm not going to speak the whole truth. Is that what you said? Correct. The whole truth Correct. about what? Since we're on the topic. If no. you don't have your facts straight, then you shouldn't speak enough. I didn't have my... Do you want to get on the, on the mic or... <laughs> no. Well, what, ha- what, wait, did, what, what was did the I fact? not have my facts yes. straight about? Tell me, and I'll clear it up on the air right now. Go. <laughs> the um, the reason that I had to switch back to a smartphone from a flip phone. What was it? Get just just get on the mic. It's okay. I thought it was about fitness booty though. <laughs> that was a separate conversation. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> that was a separate. Yeah, the fitness booty too. Shout out I, to Sophia's I fitness booty. To. Boom. There, I did it. Yes. <laughs> I had to give up the flip phone because they're not made the same way that they used to be made. And I couldn't, I couldn't send and receive messages properly. It didn't have the functionality at all that I needed for work or phone calls. And you feel like they used to be better before? Oh, for sure. Hmm. Yeah. What episode did we talk about that? I forgot. I don't know, but she heard it. She three, was listening. Episode three. Episode three. There you go. Yeah, yes. the one with Tropic. I wonder if, if that's 
I wonder if they don't make them as good as they used to or if we're so used to like these super high tech phones that it just doesn't seem the same anymore. They don't make them like, as you good know as they when, used to. You know now? You think so? Cars. Look at cars. They make them shit now. Fair enough. You know, like a car used to last you 40 years. Now it's like after 10 years, it's done. I also feel like the demand isn't as high for a flip phone anymore either. So what's the point in trying to make like a really amazing flip phone with excellent functionality? Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. That's true. That's a good point. Um, so I missed the BlackBerry. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Um, Cameo one. <laughs> <laughs> Eric is next. Got to get Eric on yeah, here. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that's a good point. It's not viable economically. Flip phones? Yeah, but that's also a way to just... The flip phones are so shitty that you can't help but get a smartphone. Yeah. You know? They're going to get you one way or another, man. A smartphone's pretty dumb, man. They're going to put that camera in your pocket whether you like it or not, bro. Sometimes I tell it, call Dre, and it's like, calling Durr. (laughs) (laughs) You can't be that smart. We're officially out of topics. (laughs) (laughs) We went for an hour, man. Listen. Charlie made an appearance. Sophia made an appearance. It was good. I thought the Durr thing was really good, but all right. The Durr thing, huh? Yeah, I thought you were going to say Dree or Durr. Hey, I don't, I don't make this shit up, man. This is what happens. But you do. No, I swear. That's what my phone said. It calls me Durr? All of a sudden, too, because it used to say Dre, but now it says Durr. Did you spell Dre wrong? Is that what's happening here? I don't think so. <laughs> D-R-E. No, why? It's Dre. <laughs> It's D R E Y. I T S D R E. D R A Y. Yeah. All right. That's enough. Well, on that note, <laughs> we already did a douchebag, right? Yeah. We, right. Gave, we gave it to well, Gillette. You have an Instagram now. Which is weird that we gave it to Gillette on a week when Trump got all those burgers. But, anyways. Yeah, that's true. Damn, that's Gillette. how bad you really thing fucked was. up. Yeah. Yeah. So, Instagram, oh, do you yeah. know what it is? Yeah. It's at Renee on the line at Instagram.com. Oh, God. Pin number 4934. Just look me up there. Enter the pin. That's answer, not, answer the riddle and you, you're in. That's not at all how that goes. That's not how Instagram works? No, oh. not at all. Damn it. I'm still learning. Uh, we got an Instagram. I believe it's at Human Sushi. Man. We are old as hell. We got an Instagram. <laughs> Find it. We'll figure it out, folks. We're gonna get better. (laughs) And I'm shoddy ID4 on Instagram. And this has been Human Sushi episode nine. Volume nine. I hope when I live and direct volume. I hope when I listen back to it, it's not too shitty. (laughs) Um, And that's it. Live and direct volume nine. Goodbye, y'all.